African Dialogue, looking at different events in depth, discussing a variety of issues. What we see here is a clear violation of one, the right to privacy of Tiwonge and uh, Stephen. The position of Greenpeace is that it's been a disappointing meeting. Good morning and welcome uh, to Wednesday's edition of African Dialogue. Uh, my name is Kumbaro Munjerere. We will be together from now until uh, 12 o'clock. Now, Mozambique's government and the ex-rebel group Rinamo completed a long-awaited peace pact on Tuesday, inking a final deal aimed at ending years of conflict in the country. The agreement was signed by President Felipe Jacinto Nusi and Rinamo leader Osufo Mamad in Maputo's Peace Square and witnessed by some former presidents and continental leaders such as South Africa's President Cyril Ramaphosa. Now, to help us discuss the significance of the deal, we are joined in studio by uh, Brachali Kumalo. He is uh, the executive producer of uh, the Portuguese service here uh, at Channel Africa. Thank you so much for joining us, uh, Brachali. Thank you so much, Kumbelo, and thanks to our listeners out there. Sure, sure. Now, a historic uh, moment for Mozambique, no doubt about it. I'm sure, uh, you know, you are excited as, uh, you know, other Africans are excited with regards to the signing of uh, this peace deal. How important is this agreement for the country? And do you think it will hold this time around? You know, the signing of the peace deal is not uh, the final. And it's not the act that can bring a lasting peace and security to the country. What's more important is the commitment from both sides. Whether they've signed the peace deal or they haven't signed the peace deal, but if two men who had the two most political parties in the country can sit down and talk and display their commitment and put the interest of the country, the interest of the people, of the nation, above party politics, then definitely a peace deal can be agreed upon. Yes, fine, they have signed a peace deal on Tuesday. It culminated to what they say, it's the cessation of hostilities, and of course now uh, to put the country back on track. Uh-huh. Wonderful. This has come up after more than 50 rounds of dialogue between Frelimo and Renamo. The dialogue was initiated during the term of uh, the previous president, Armando Gebuza. Uh-huh. The current president, Philippe Nusi, took over and, of course, advanced it right up to the end. Yes, they've signed the peace deal. And uh, we are all hopeful that uh, finally sanity will prevail on the side of Renamo. I mean, this is an opposition party. It's a legal opposition party. There was just no need for it to have what I call a parallel army in the country. There's supposed to be only one national army in any country. And the commander-in-chief of the army is supposed to be the president of the country. But now in Mozambique, we've been having two armies. Renam has been a parallel army headed by its own late leader, Afonso Dagama. And of course, uh, the current leader, Usufu Mumade, took over. Fine, they've agreed on that. But now, one other thing that is so scary about the whole thing, that could derail, of course, 
the peace process. Renamo has signed that peace deal at a time when the affections within Renamo opposed to the leadership of Usuf Momade. They don't want Usuf Momade, and they've made it abundantly clear to President uh, Philippe Nyusi that, look, to sign a peace deal with a man we do not recognize is just a futile exercise. Sure. What does it mean? Mm-hmm. Now, uh, now, now, so, so you are cautious uh, when it comes to whether this deal is going to hold uh, this time around because in the past uh, two instances so there were other agreements which were signed but they were not complied with by the bo- both sides. So you, you are cautious at this time around. Definitely. And especially after the faction within Renamo that is currently opposed to President Usuf Momari said they are going to withhold their weapons, meaning they are not going to surrender their weapons as it is being uh, demanded by the peace accord. But the government has also come up openly saying that those who are going to withhold the weapons will be hunted upon and of course arrested. Because the peace deal now makes it completely illegal now. The possession of weapon of war. Sure. As, 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 excuse me. Sure. Continue. You can carry on. Yeah. Uh, they said, uh, uh, the government said, uh, look, the possession of weapons of war after the signing of their court by private individuals will be illegal. Sure. But the most important thing now is, does Renamo have complete control over its forces or over its men, especially those who are still armed? Sure. Does Renamo know how much weapons, what kind of, you know, the variety of weapons they have in their arsenal, wherever they are? Will they be able to say to the government, no, look, March is not being surrendered, or this is all that we have? Are they in that position? That is the most important thing. Because Renamo can say, no, look, we have surrendered all the weapons. And just to find that, you know, a larger portion of them is still in private hands. Sure. And of course, to those who belong to Renamo. Sure. Now, we will delve deeper into the divisions within uh, Renamo a little bit later on. But uh, do you think the late Alfonso Tlacama, of course, uh, the former leader of Renamo, would be happy this time around with this agreement because he is the one who has been spearheading the process all along. But unfortunately, he couldn't see its finality. Do you think he would be happy with uh, this um, agreement? Not with the agreement as such. What Lagama was always fighting for was for his men to be given a fair share in the national army, in the police force, and of course in other government sectors. He said within Renamo he had technicians, engineers, who also deserved job opportunities like all Mozambican people, nurses, medical practitioners, and so on. The only thing that can make him happy wherever he is, is when his people or Renamo people get a fair share of the government opportunities, job opportunities. Those who are going to be incorporated into the army, what ranks are they going to be given? Are they just going to get there as, you know, ordinary riflemen? Then certainly Lagama will not be happy. But Lagama can be happy to hear that some members of Renamo are kept in the army, generals, 
lieutenants, even flight lieutenants, sure. some in the police force are holding high-profile positions, then definitely maybe the man wherever he's sleeping can be able to say, no, look, my hopes, my dreams came true. Mm-hmm. Now, the Rwandan president, Paul Kagame, also witnessed the signing of this agreement. And he said, and I quote, this achievement matters to all of us in Africa. It shows that we can find solutions to our problems, no matter how protracted and difficult. Do you agree with this assessment? Is this a fair assessment of uh, the significance of uh, this deal which was signed? Yes. I do. I fully agree with that assessment. To me, it's logic. But what's important is who is speaking. From whose mouth is that assessment coming? That's the most important thing. If a man talks about peace that is being promoted in one country, at the same time, he himself cannot promote the very same peace back at home, then unfortunately, it's coming from a wrong mouth for me. Mm-hmm. All right, let me introduce to one of our guests on the line here. We are also joined on the line by uh, uh, Mr. Egidio Vaz. He is uh, a political analyst. He's joining us. Um, welcome to the show. Thank you for, for joining us, uh, Mr. Vaz. Thank you very much um, for having me. Now, a very historic moment in Mozambique as uh, the final deal uh, was signed between Renamo and uh, the government. How significant is this deal in your view, Mr. Vash? Well, first of all, I mean, we just need to recall that this uh, deal uh, marks the end of one of the longest uh, conflicts in Africa. Uh, If you have to take 1977 as a starting period uh, because, I mean, since 1977 when the Civil War broke in Mozambique uh, and then the first phase, I mean, it ended in 1992 and then from there on uh, we've been living under some sort of um, uh, conflict uh, risk because the demobilization and disarmament of Renamu had not taken place since since, since then. I mean, and, and one of the scholars um, uh, uh, Cantam House, Alex Vines, uh, also recognized uh, uh, mobilization actually ha- uh, took place, but uh, disarmament of Renamo was because they were still, uh, until the Onomos one, which is the United Nations mi- mission to Mozambique, ended, there were still um, uh, uh, um, armed men to disarm and to demobilize. So, that that those were the seeds of subsequent conflicts that erupted from election to election. Now, what will it take, uh, Mr. Vass? I, I regard this deal. Now, what will it ta- what will it take for Renamo fighters to be disarmed completely in order to have uh, you know you know sustainable peace? Uh, I suppose. Yes, definitely. I mean, this time round. Because this 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 uh, peace deal uh, has to do with two uh, specific and fundamental issues. The first one is unfinished business. Since 1992, as I, uh, I earlier said, there were armed men that are, that were there and were used as a bargaining power uh, by Renamo uh, from election to elections. This is the first. Second, from the government side as well, the last the, uh, the last two former governments did not actually. Uh, take take the 
issue seriously. And that's why from deal after deal, uh, things uh, fell, 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 fell apart. This time around, um, let, just, let, let, just, just let me uh, show, mention three specific and difficult issues that to me are key. First one is the deal of um, disar uh, of, 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 of disarming and integrating uh, the, 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 the uh, Arenamo militias. So um, this is underway now. There are 5,200 armed men that have been registered now. Uh, and then uh, after that, uh, they'll be sort of uh, uh, scrutinized. Uh, some of them will be integrated into the armed forces and others uh, will be actually uh, going home and receive uh, their demobilization package and integrated into the social system. This is the first. This had not been taken place in the last 27 years for various reasons. But anyway, this is time to forget now those reasons. But this is going to take place now. The second issue is that uh, Afonso Jacama, late Afonso Jacama, the former Renamo leader, has been always uh, asking f uh, uh, for a constitutional change uh, so that uh, poli political parties that would win in provincial elections would also appoint their own governors. This had been uh, rejected in the, in the previous colonial governments. And now, this is the very first time that we have operated some sort of specific constitutional uh, amendment so to accommodate those uh, proposals. So this is also a, a, a gain for, for the NAMU. The uh, third and, and, and the last issue, so? Yeah, carry on. This, yes, the third and the last uh, issue is actually a, a serious and personal commitment by the leadership as well. So if you, if, you, if, you, if you look into the last presidents of Mozambique, who are also coming from Frelibo, uh, compared to this one, uh, it seems that the way President Yusi actually deals with the opposition is quite difficult and is more inclusive. And, is, and, 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 and because of that, uh, uh, of, 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 of that posture, uh, so to speak, uh, it was quite easier for him to gain some sort of confidence and, 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 and close a relationship and trust between him and, um, and, 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 and Renamo uh, leadership as well. So that's why uh, the first thing and significant that actually uh, 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 contributed to uh, uh, success in these talks was that President Yussi uh, preferred himself uh, to talk directly with Renamo leadership as well. Uh, and to conduct those talks um, without any intermediary intermediation. Are, are you so then suggesting? So, sorry to interrupt. Are you then suggesting that Afonso Lakama wouldn't be happy with this agreement, Mr. Vance? Definitely. I mean, just, uh, I mean, yesterday, uh, actually, President Yusi during his speech said that by the time Jakama. Uh, uh, Afonso Jakama died, the whole uh, roadmap to peace had, had been already agreed upon. So what actually Osof Mamade did was simply to implement and make sure that those deals were seriously, I mean, were simply uh, uh, implemented sure. as, as agreed. Okay, but you can hold it right there. We are going to take a quick uh, break. We will be back after this. When I think back to my childhood, geographically, it reminds me of a time where I was black and only black and only struggling, but at the same time, always reaching. 
for something more, something bigger in a South Africa that was hostile. Hello, Africa. This is 1000 African Voices and I'm your host, Avurengui. Join me on Channel Africa every Thursday morning between 8 and 9 and on Saturday and Sunday morning between 9 and 10. Rise, Africa. Rise. Channel Africa, the voice of the African Renaissance. Welcome to Change Your Game here on Channel Africa, the African Perspective. We're coming to you from Johannesburg in South Africa. My name is Asanda Peta. What uh, GDF Forum is about and what an opportunity it provides specifically for the audience of Change Your Game. At Change Your Game, we believe entrepreneurs are the key drivers of tomorrow's African innovations and essential to creating a thriving African economy. More support, just like invest more in young creatives and entrepreneurship, but actually do it, don't just talk about it, actually do it, you know, because there are a lot of creative minds, there are a lot of intelligent human beings in our country, so I think they should invest more in that and take it seriously, because it's a real thing. Catch us every Friday at 900 hours Central African time with Channel Africa, the African Perspective. All right, uh, welcome back. Uh, you are listening to African Dialogue here on uh, Channel Africa from an African uh, perspective. And uh, today we are dissecting uh, the significance of uh, the historic peace agreement which was signed in Mozambique yesterday. Let me bring you in here, Brachali. Now, a small group of uh, disgruntled members uh, is vowing not to turn in their arms and refuses uh, to recognize Momad, who has already been nominated as Rinamo presidential candidate for the October elections, uh, the point that you have alluded to earlier on. What does uh, this mean, this dynamics within Renamo party mean for Renamo going forward uh, with the elections looming on the uh, 15th of October? Usufu Momade is the elected president of Renamo. He's been recognized as the president of Renamo. Therefore, he's got to put his foot down. He's got to clamp down on any dissenting voice within Renamo. He's got to prevail above any person who undermines his authority or his leadership. He's in charge. He should not allow himself to be held to ransom by affection of other people. If they're not happy with his leadership, probably he must be able to tell them that, okay, fine, go and form your own political party or your own rebel movement, but not in my name. If you are going to disobey the peace accord that I've signed with the government of Mozambique, do so at your own peril, not in the name of Renamo and not in my name as Usuf Momade. All that I want to see is that uh, Renamo has to surrender all its weapons and, of course, all Renamo fighters be incorporated into the National Army, the police force, be integrated into the society, and those who deserve packages, you know, to be demobilized must follow the due process. That's all that he has to do at the moment because uh, elections are just around the corner in October. The man is the leader of Renamo. He's the president of Renamo. Renamo cannot afford to be dismantled, you know, at the moment because that would mean a very serious setback to Renamo. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mr. Mr. Voss, uh, 
does you know the, the leader of Renama Osufo Mamad have what it takes uh, in order to rein in members of his uh, his party just like uh, Brachali was saying here is he up to the task yes i concur with what uh, Bratalia has been saying there and um, i just want to add some 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 simple things here sure first one is that we need to um, uh, understand that what's happening within Renamo party is within Renamo party so there is actually no way that these guys uh, uh, do undermine the demobilization or even the electoral process second uh, also these Renamo guys have been clear that what they're actually trying to do is not undermining any demobilization process but not simply not recognizing Osuf Mamade as their leader uh, so the, uh, and that brings us to the next question. Who actually is, is actually um, uh, demobilize, demobilizing or actually, who is actually being responsible to demobilize, uh, with the demobilization process? Well, the, the answer is clear. There is an international group uh, who is here, I mean, especially in military issues, who, who together with the government side and the Renamo side, who are actually uh, uh, identifying... Uh, and registering these uh, armed men. Uh, 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 so it's not Akka Osusumamade. So these guys, they have the, um, the right to turn in their uh, arms and wait for the demobilization process. From that, they could either go uh, uh, into civilian life or, if they prefer, uh, be integrated into defense and security uh, forces. So. I don't actually think, to be clear here, I, I don't see any problem here other than internal clash, internal political clash. And I will reveal now why is that. Why is actually this taking place? It's for mainly two reasons. First is that Renamo's, I mean, Jakama's younger brother is the one who is behind this. Because Renamo's younger brother, who, who happened to be one of the top-ranking officials in the uh, Mozambican Defense Forces, actually, he retired, and when, I mean, when, when his brother died, uh, Afonso Jakama died, and he wanted, actually, to run for the presidency of Renamo. But how having big is defeated, how big is his been, faction, though? How influential is it well, within the party? Well, uh, less than 400, 350 so to speak. So, uh, and let me, uh, let me just finish uh, and you understand the whole picture. Um, so, he was defeated in the elections where uh, actually uh, uh, Osuf Mamadi won those in a Congress. So, uh, since then, there have been two groups of, of Renamos. The one led by this secessionist Elias Yakama and the one actually led by the official of Osuf Mamadi who won the presidency of Renamo. What happened from there on was that the faction that was on and is loyal to Elias Jakama felt some sort of marginalization in the uh, process of DDR. I will explain what happened actually. What happened actually was that because these guys uh, were loyalists, I mean, uh, Elias Jakama's loyalists, they were excluded in the first assignment uh, uh, to, uh, I mean, in the first assignment uh, within the DDR process. This first assignment was that 
uh, people from Renamo were chosen. I mean, high-ranking people from Renamo sure. were chosen, uh, uh, were indicated by Osufu Madi to integrate the very first groups in the defense and security forces so that they would later on join the international group uh, I mean, the international uh, uh, yeah, military uh, uh, experts to 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 carry on the so-called DDR. So, sure. what happened was that these guys were excluded from that integration. There are more or less twenty. So now, for example, you have uh, the first group of police of ten police officials are, 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 are already joined the the police, and then you you had sixteen. Uh, uh, officers from Niramu who are now in the high ranks of the, um, uh, the Mozambican army. So they were supposed, uh, taken into consideration of their uh, of their ranks uh, 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 or, and of their seniorities. They think that they they had the right to be. I mean, they were the right people to All be right. indicated for these first positions. Oh, okay, let me bring in Bro Charlie here. Do you agree with Mr. Vaz uh, that Afonso Tlakama's brother's faction could be, uh, you know, influential when it comes to, you know, swaying the direction of the party ahead of this um, highly anticipated elections? Well, uh, from my experience, uh, even in a workplace, it's a common thing. If uh, more than one person contested for one position, and then obviously you might be 20, one will emerge the victor and get the position. Will those who fail to get the position be able to work harmoniously with the one who won the position? There are those, of course, who can cooperate and accept the situation as it is. And there are those, of course, who will try to make life difficult for the winner of the position, you know, simply because uh, they fail to make it to the top. Well, uh, I understand what my brother says. I am very much aware about uh, Lagama Jr., who sure. also contested for the position. Sure. Yes. But now, my argument here is that does Renamo, the government of Mozambique, and of course uh, those uh, international facilitators know pretty well, have complete knowledge of all the weapons Renamo owns and where they are being kept? You know, when you talk of a demobilization process, you do not talk about uh, 100 people sitting there carrying AK-47. Sure. You talk about hidden weapons, landmines. You know, you talk about, you can mention a wide variety of weapons. Has it been able to be, has it been there defined, you know, by all the stakeholders? So much is expected to be handed over. So much has been hidden there. So much has been hidden there. Remember, rebel movements keep their weapons underground, my brother. Can they still identify that? You know, can they be able to say we have mined that part of the country, that part of the country? We will help the country to demine, you know, that area. You know, because those are weapons that are still active wherever they are lying, landmines. You know, yeah, that's my argument at the moment. Because if you talk about the peace process, you talk now about stopping the carnage. You know, people must never ever die senselessly as it used to happen. You know. And now, another thing that is worth mentioning in conflict areas, my brother, I've covered conflicts, even in Mozambique, uh, Angola, I've seen that across the continent. There are people who possess weapons of war and who use those weapons of war as their source of income, as their source to survive, you know. There are those 
who might, you know, decide to keep their weapons, not for political reasons, but for personal reasons and say, it's for the defense of my family, it's for my own defense. But at the same time, it's also dangerous because these people were used to hijack trucks, were used to, you know, capture people, take people's possession, food and other basic stuff, you know. Will those people be able, you know, willingly to say, no, look, we are now abandoning that type of life. We want to become genuine citizens of Mozambique. Sure. You know, that, that's another problem again, you know, sure. in demobilizing people, you know, because if you say to somebody, look, you are going to be demobilized, you are going back to your place, you are going to get pension, that person might be a bit skeptical and say, no, but for how long, how much will that pension be? You know, mm. yeah, you know, ambushing a truck there, you know, sure. carrying uh, bags of this and that and that is better off than to depend on the stipend yeah. the government is going to give to me, you know. Is there any commitment where people educated, you know, where they put down, conscientized, educated, you know, informed, you know, that awareness being raised that, you no, know, look, the war is over, the yeah. peace accord has been signed, because some of them are still in hiding as we are talking like this. They might not even have a contact with their central committee, with their leadership. They are still in hiding. Mr. Voss, what is your take on this? Because Brachali is making a very important point here that uh, uh, the location of the weapons that have been hidden for years needs to be determined, needs to be known by the government in order to have lasting peace. Do you think uh, Philippe Nusi's government has got the capacity uh, to locate these weapons that have been hidden for years? Yes, uh, it, 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 it has for two to three reasons. The first one is that prior to this uh, peace deal that has been signed yesterday, uh, uh, but uh, uh, prior to that, there has been the ceasefire agreement. And the ceasefire agreement, uh, it, it's clear about that. Renamo should indicate uh, where the weapons are and also indicate or the barracks and 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 all those stuff. So it 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 is its obligation, and it should not indicate actually to um, uh, for for its comfort should not indicate it to to the government, to the police, or to the army. It should indicate to the international commission or, mil- uh, or, or international experts. I mean international military experts. So the international military experts, uh, together with Renamo um, uh, officials and um, and of, uh, uh, government officials should go and indicate those. So the deactivation of all those uh, base, Renamo bases, is due to 21 August. So it's always, uh, it's everything now uh, uh, scheduled. The, so uh, this is the first thing. The second thing is that, and I, I, I agree with Carly saying that uh, I mean, we need, and the government needs to inform Renamo needs to inform its soldiers very well what's going to happen uh, uh, to them, to those who are willing to go home. Uh, and and, and, and uh, it seems, and I agree with him, that it seems that Renamo had not been clear and the information is not yet uh, very clear to those uh, guerrillas that what, what is their fate after they hand over their uh, firearms. And I can tell you, what, what, what's going to happen is exactly what I've been saying pre, uh, uh, earlier, that they're going to either, I mean, are going to get both the reintegration package, which, which includes some sort of lump sum of, of, of certain money uh, paid for the last 25, 27 years, plus uh, their inscription 
uh, into the social security, what 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 will make them uh, sure. give some sort of in, a monthly income until the end of their life? So I think, and to my uh, 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 on top of that, to those who are willing to start some sort of business, there is uh, the, there has been already been established the so-called the peace fund uh, under the Ministry of War Veterans. So those uh, uh, that that is a competitive uh, uh, fund whereby people, uh, I mean former combatants, are eligible. To, to submit for, uh, for, 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 for um, I mean, submit their projects uh, for, 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 for funding. Sure, so sure. there is a wide range of opportunity that will make uh, those soldiers being integrated, reintegrated into the society for those willing to. But then if, 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 they are, if, they, if, they, if they are in the position, I mean, if they, are, um, if they were willing to integrate into the uh, armed forces or police, then they would integrate it into the police. Still, then sure. they will also benefit from some sort of uh, lump sum money of the integration to just to 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 to, to make their lives comfortable, so to speak. Now it so sounds like I think key here is information. I am, uh, and from that perspective, I agree that we need to start uh, uh, talking this loudly and let those combatants know what they are up. I mean, what what. Uh, they are eligible for if they choose either integrating into the arms uh, and police, armed forces and police, or go home. It sounds like it's going to take a long time, Brachali, before everybody within uh, Renamo is completely disarmed because, as you have mentioned, uh, that you have covered many conflicts on the continent, and when it comes to the demobilization process, it takes you know, a bit of a long time before everybody becomes on board and demobilize completely. We have been talking about what can Renamo do at this point in order to make sure that all its members are completely demobilized in order to make sure that there's lasting peace in the country. But the onus is also on Philippe News's government to make sure that this process is, uh, you know, taking place without any hiccups. What can Philippe News do at this moment in order to make sure that uh, this process is uh, being supported from all sides, so to speak? The government has to make available all state media organs, national broadcasting corporation, television, all the radios around the country have to start to broadcast it to all the corners of Mozambique, across the country. They have to start talking about it. They have to inform people. They have to inform members of Renamo, or former members of the you know rebel movement, wherever they are, that a peace accord is being agreed upon between Renamo and Frelimo. Because my fear is that Renamo might be willing to do that, but I do not think that they have enough and you know appropriate resources to reach out to all their people because they are scattered across the country they might be having a headquarters in Gorongosa but definitely they are scattered across the country so my suggestion is that if the government can make available all state media organs you know and broadcast it well of course they're giving Renam a platform giving Usuf Muhammad a platform to talk to his people wherever they are, to make them aware about the peace that has been reached with the government, and of course to come forward with their weapons and hand them over at a certain assembly point. Fine, that will be good. Yeah, because at the moment, communication might be very weak from the headquarters of Renamo to its fighters wherever they are. 
There is no doubt about that. These people have been living, you know, what they call jungle, you know. In Portuguese, they say mato, you know, sure. in sure. jungles, you know, sparsely populated areas whereby communication is very, very poor. Mm-hmm. Communication, very, very key in this process. But just as we wrap up, uh, we are just a few weeks away from this highly anticipated election on October 15th. Do you think Renamo will accept the outcome of uh, the elections? Because people are expecting that the ruling party for Limo will win a landslide majority in this election. Do you think uh, Renamo will accept the outcome of uh, this election? Which is uh, the most unfortunate thing on the African continent. Look what's happening in Malawi since elections took place in May. You know, We always see leaders who want to take over power but not to contest elections for the sake of saying no, we are operating in a democratic atmosphere. Sure. Yeah. The most unfortunate thing, of course, that will come out is that, uh, you know, on the African continent, when you contest for elections, there's one thing you have to bear in mind if you're in opposition, that you are like uh, an ant challenging an elephant. Why I'm saying the ruling party or the party in office is an elephant? Because they control the entire state media. All the media in the country belong to the state or the public. Do, of course, give, you know, the lion's share to the ruling party. They always have that advantage. Resources of the state. We have seen military trucks in a number of African countries fearing supporters of ruling party. Something that's not supposed to happen. You know, television channels, radio station, you know, broadcasting what's in favor of the ruling party. And uh, when it comes to opposition parties... They are always, you know, being sidelined. You know, that's the most unfortunate thing. All right, unfortunately, that's all we had time for. Um, thank you, thank you so much, Brachali, for having been a guest on the show. My as, pleasure, as well as uh, Egidio Vasa. Thank you so much for joining us on the show. Much appreciated, uh, Mr. Vas. Thank you very much for having me. Muito obrigado, irmão. Até próxima vez. Até próxima vez, obrigado.